Hello and welcome to the Florida State of Recruiting podcast. We are the three stars and today we feel like five stars because we have breaking news. Uh, we here at Tomahawk Nation and every other Florida State outlet out there have learned via Keon Coleman's Instagram live feed that uh, he's a Florida State Seminole this upcoming season. So we're going to take a few minutes to talk about that real quick. I am Tim Allenball. I'm joined by David Stout, Josh Pick. Uh, we talk all things Florida State recruiting, including the transfer portal. And boys, it was a big announcement. Uh, this this might be one of the biggest transfers this season and already a massive transfer all for Coach Mike Norvell. David, I want to start with you. It's wide receiver. It's your specialty. This is somebody that you coveted uh, very much. Uh, during the high school recruiting cycle. What does it mean to Florida State to have Keon Coleman commit uh, and be part of this 2023 run? Oh, man, I hope everybody's having a good day. And if you weren't having a good day, you got to be having a good day now because this is an immense addition. So Keon Coleman, for those of you who have uh, have followed us over the past few cycles in recruiting, you may remember Keon Coleman and the three stars, the three of us, and, and especially me, we really, really liked Keon Coleman coming out of high school, felt he was definitely underrated as a prospect, but there was the issue of him wanting to play both basketball and football, and that kind of complicated things, and, and uh, a lot of people thought he might go to kind of a lesser program in terms of football so that he could also play basketball. Uh, you know, Kansas was in the picture. A lot of people thought maybe Tulane. And then at the last minute, he ended up going to Michigan State. And yours truly wanted so badly to see a wide receiver combo in the class of 2021 of Destin Pazon slash Destin Hill and Keon Coleman. And never did I think I would see the day where both of those dudes are going to be suiting up for Florida State. But over the past couple of weeks, that is now going to happen. Um, so it's incredible the way things work out. So just a massive commitment. Can't wait to talk about it with you boys. Josh, uh, as as David said, Dustin Hill, uh, now Keon Coleman. This is a blast from the past. Uh, but especially with Coleman, uh, you know what you're getting. Uh, what What is Coleman bringing to Florida State? Uh, we saw him make a massive impact at Michigan State. Uh, what can fans expect from Coleman when it comes to lining up for the Seminoles? Yeah, I think immediately, at the very least, he becomes your number two wide receiver. Um, and he might even be number one. Like, I think he fights for balls better than anyone on the roster, including Johnny Wilson. Um, just a mismatch. Like, six good size, 6'4", 215. But he can get, like, he, as, as we mentioned, he played basketball. Like, this dude can go up and get the get the ball and he's not scared of anything uh last year on a bad michigan state offense 58 receptions almost 800 yards and seven touchdown catches like this is a kid we wanted out of high school we wanted him to transfer to florida state after his freshman season but finally getting him after his sophomore season and i couldn't be more excited and and to me like you miss out on a safety in jalen key but it could be argued that keon coleman's even more important because if you can just outscore your opponents it doesn't matter how good your defense is like in florida state's offense should be unstoppable this coming season if everyone's able to stay healthy. David, how 
line up Florida State's receivers for us when they when they roll out and they have four wide out there, uh, you know, two two on the end and two in the slot. Who are the Florida State's four receivers this season? <laughs> so so close your eyes and imagine you're Jordan Travis for a minute. You know, you're inside the twenty yard line and you're setting things up at the line of scrimmage. You don't have anybody in the backfield. You're empty backfield. Follow me on this. Okay. Out wide, you've got Johnny Wilson at six foot seven. You've got Keon Coleman at six foot four, and he's a legit six foot four. In the slot position, you can trot out Kentron Poitier, who is legitimately six foot three, pushing six foot four. And then Mike trots out two tight ends. You got Biscuit Douglas, who's six foot four and like a stone cold 280. And then you've got Kyle Morlock at the other tight end position, who's six foot seven. I mean, Leonard Hamilton is drooling over that type of size out there. I FSU is almost like creating a super team of these tall, beefy wide receivers and tight ends, and it's incredible. But uh, as Josh said, you know, I think Coleman comes in and he's immediately your number two. Um, I could also see a position if it's all going to kind of depend on how quickly he can develop chemistry with Jordan Travis. Um, And I will say if, if there is kind of a weakness to Coleman's game right now, um, there's not much, but I mean, probably it would be route running. Um, I think he definitely needs to work on finishing his routes and making sure he's more precise on things. And that can impact chemistry a little bit, but I think, you know, he, he won't have a ton of time to get acclimated, but he's so proven and established already. And like Josh said, he is a bully when he goes up on jump balls. And so I think that chemistry, you know, we'll, we'll see a good chemistry probably a third of the way into the season. So, you know, you're looking at, you can, you know, you know, Johnny Wilson's probably going to be on the outside most of the time. Coleman, you can put on the outside easily. You can probably line him up at slot if you want some mismatches against, you know, nickelbacks or, or um, you know, in, outside linebackers or whatever. So you've got these two mammoth wide receivers and three if you factor in Kentron Poitier. But then you also have some guys who are going to be able to work in the slot. Like we, we still kind of don't know what Winston Wright is going to bring to the table. But prior to his injury, his leg injury that he suffered, he was the number one wideout for West Virginia. And so, guys, I just I, – I don't know how any defensive coordinator who is going to, you know, line up against Florida State, how do you sleep at night trying to prepare for this? I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable the talent and now the experience and skill that FSU has, has accumulated at the wide receiver position. Yeah, the funniest thing is you didn't even mention Florida State's best tight end, Jaheim Bell. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna go single coverage on those guys and trying to load up to stop the run because if you if you if you don't load up to stop the run, Trey Benson's gonna kill you. But if you load up to stop the run, who are you gonna cover? You're gonna try and cover all these guys one on one. Like it 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 makes the rest of the wide receiver room better, it makes the running back room better, it makes the tight end room better, it makes the quarterbacks obviously job easier, but it also makes the offensive line better. Like because teams can't just Go go willy nilly after the quarterback because they'll just throw it up to Johnny Wilson or Keon Wilson. I Florida State has a legitimate argument if they stay healthy as the number one offense in college football next season. Yeah, I I don't think you can point to another wide receiver room that is more stacked outside of Columbus, Ohio. I mean, Ohio State has an incredible wide receiver group, but I I tell you what, man, FSU is pushing for that title now with the addition. Yeah, and 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 when you consider that Florida State has a 
established quarterback in Jordan Travis, it makes that wide receiver room all the better. And I think now you can legitimately say Jordan Travis is a legit Heisman Trophy contender. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if y'all didn't know, FSU is all in on the 2023 season. We, we don't know how to put this any better. I mean, it's, it's incredible. And, I, y'all, I just I cannot wait. I am so hyped about this edition. And, and, and we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Ingram Smith and the Battle's End. Like, they have done an amazing job getting up to speed very quickly and competing with the big boys and have really allowed Florida State, as, as you mentioned, to make a title run this coming season. Yeah, and this is the first year of the, battle, the Battle's End. They haven't even got it. They're not even a year old at this point. So that's crazy. David, you didn't even get to mention Hakeem out there uh, as a true freshman. Uh, and, and we don't yet know what we're going get to get out of Destin Hill. Uh, so the wide receiver room is suddenly becoming uh, majorly stacked. And uh, Go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, it, it takes pressure off those guys to perform too early. Like yeah. now they can just be eased into the offense and, and the expectations can be lower on guys like that. And, and that to me is another positive. Yeah. And y'all, if I got to tell you, if I were going to assemble out of spare body parts a wide receiver who I would want Hakeem Williams to learn from and emulate and look up to, it is literally Keon Coleman. Keon Coleman is what Hakeem Williams can turn into. And so I, there's just – I'm trying not to look at this through two heavy-tinted garnet and gold glasses, but it, it is really hard to see any downsides to this edition. Yeah, it's an absolute home run for Norvell and his staff. And uh, and it, it's crazy to look across, especially the Florida State offense, and not just look at the starters, but look at the depth that uh, this coaching staff has assembled in a short period of time. The offensive line is looking like it has the best depth that it has in years. The wide receiver room, the same quarterback room. You finally got some legitimate depth there and also the running back room I mean, you actually have players transferring out of florida state because they're not able to get the playing time because there are so many uh, able bodies here on the offense it's, it's unbelievable what they've done and, yeah and and, um, and guys last year who contributed like treshawn ward and malik mcclain and micah Pittman, like they're leaving because they know they're not going to get enough touches this season like that's that's a big statement yeah it's massive um I don't really know what else to say, but go go to Tomahawk Nation. Uh, let us know how you're feeling about this commitment. We've got an article piece up, our commitment piece up. Obvi- obviously, Josh and David are plugged into the uh, recruiting chat, our, our recruiting thread. And if you've been in there at all today, uh, over the last week, we've been trying to keep you updated as much as we've heard uh, and how things were feeling. And uh, this was a little bit of a roller coaster because Old Miss took a a big swing at Coleman. And earlier in the week were thought to be the favorites. But again, credit to Ingram, credit to Norvell, credit to uh, the staff and other players that, that made an impact on Coleman because uh, massive addition to the Florida State team. Yeah, and, and Keon Coleman not making a, a short-sighted decision. Like, he, he took the long-term view. Like, I'm going to, number one, I'm still going to get paid at Florida State, whether it's the same as Ole Miss or not. Florida State's competitive on that front. But, like, it's going to be better for me this season as far as on the football field. And it's going to be better for me going forward to play in that Mike Norvell pro offense. Yeah. And he, can I just yeah. say how much I love that uh, Texas A&M tried so hard to get him out there for a visit. And he's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Suck it, Jimbo. Hate to see it. You hate to see it. Well, 
Um, if you would like to tell us your feelings on Jimbo Fisher, check us out on Tomahawk Nation. We will gladly welcome all of those comments. But um, we wanted to just give you a few minutes of our thoughts. We wanted to let David have a, a minute or two to just exhale and let it all out. Uh, and it, it's great. I, I sent a tweet to Josh and David from December of 2020 where Tomahawk Nation had tweeted out uh, about trying to basically invade the state of Louisiana. And in that group, uh, you, you now have Keon Coleman, Destin Hill, and Byron Turner on the team. So uh, massive impact. Uh, credit to David Johnson for laying that that early groundwork there. Uh, really good job by Florida State. Uh, guys, anything else to say real quick before we end this instant reaction? Just This is another example of what we keep hammering away at, that in today's recruiting environment, finishing second is not a bad thing. FSU finished second for him outside of high school, so as soon as his name hit that transfer portal, he knew FSU was going to be a legitimate place he could go. So kudos to the staff. Like uh, Tim said, it's a bit of a marathon sometimes. But, oh, my gosh, you guys, it finally happened. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, and, and the reason Keon was able to choose Florida State this time is because of proof of concept. It's something we've been talking about for a couple of years now. Florida State I finally put a product on the field and said, hey, I can succeed there, and the team will succeed. They're legitimate, if nothing else, ACC title contenders. And the other thing is, obviously this has repercussions for 2023, but it's just going to make Florida State's recruiting in 2024 better because the product on the field in 2023 is going to be better. So it'll have long-standing repercussions on the recruiting trail. Last thing we can say, happy birthday, Keon Coleman. You gave us a hell of a birthday gift. Happy birthday, young man. Josh, I feel like something something in here about process and trust the process, I don't know, just sounds familiar. The process, the process just got stuffed in the locker. <laughs> well, uh, let us know your thoughts. Check us out on Tomahawk Nation. As always, leave us uh, any likes or comments or five stars and uh, – you know, we, we always want to bring you the information as we have it. And I think everybody is super excited for this today. And it's, it's massive news. And uh, we hope to see you celebrating with us. So for the Florida State of Recruiting podcast, I am Tim Allenball for Josh Pick for David Stout. Let's keep climbing.